so in the office, uh, when the search committee is searching for a, a new boss, they bring in Robert California, and he explains his philosophy of life, which is that all life is sex. Um, yes. And that that's a universal truth. Mm. Sorry, I, st- I should have started this episode by asking if you want a sexual metaphor or a uh, nature metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to want the sexual metaphor. Um, so, <laughs> um, Oh, yeah, I forgot he says that. Yes, I was quite... Oh, come on, man. I know. I did. I'm telling you, like, today's rough. Uh, he makes that statement, which is a great intro to a question we had uh, written in about dating relationships. Obviously, we are not of the philosophy that um, all life is sex or that all dating relationships are sex or that any dating relationship should be sex, for that matter. Mm. But mm. we're going to talk about that and... Uh, uh, Much more. (laughs) You've got the dummies, Ben and JJ, coming at you with wisdom from the Bible and beyond. This is Dummies with Wisdom. So Travis wrote in a question. Uh, he wanted to know about dating relationships and uh, uh, romance and opening your hearts. Um, and he he talked to you about this. So why don't you give a little bit of uh, a little bit more context to the question here? Yeah. So I think a lot of the question is just like trying to like what's the right pace for opening up to someone, especially within like a dating relationship, and then especially as like believers. And so I think a lot of times like culturally. Maybe not, maybe not so much like, like opening yourself up. Like some people tell them like their, you know, deepest secrets, but I think it's pretty common for, you know, you, you kind of get to like the stages of relationship and then you get to like the first date goes well, second day or however long the pace is, but pretty early on you start establishing just culturally like, okay, like when am I going to be spending the night? When are we going to start like breaking these barriers and like all this stuff and like everything that's involved with that? Um, but then as like believers and you know people who want to you know try to do the dating thing right um you don't really have a lot of that on the table you know so yeah. culturally like that timeline's just already out the window um but there is there is something i think to um like what like when we we're talking he's kind of posing the question of like how quick do we like bounce into emotionally you know connecting to someone on a deeper level you know and like allowing that kind of trust and like how much within a dating relationship do you rely on you know your boyfriend or girlfriend um you know especially considering that's you know you're not within that realm of marriage yet Um, right so i think a little bit of that and you might be able to speak into it a little bit more now since you're married and actually had a little bit of success i mean you had a kid so it worked who is currently making noise in the background. We're recording this the same day as last episode. So uh, um, I'm going to do my best to get on the editing there, but we'll see. Uh, yeah. And um, jokes aside, we live in a we live in a society right now where the all life is sex metaphor yeah. is actually kind of a philosophy. And especially with dating, like you said, yeah. and I, like especially as guys, like there, there's obviously a drive there and that we have to fight to not mm-hmm. break those boundaries. And I mean it's it's there's there's an obvious biblical standard of like when when those boundaries are no longer boundaries and that's being marriage and so we're not we're not really speaking so much to that because we're in agreement there that you know abstinence until marriage is the biblical ideal Mm -hmm. 
um, obviously people break that all the time and there's grace there. And, yeah. um, you know, we don't just throw people out the window because that's the, the, you know, that was their big sin kind of thing. Yeah. As far as like opening yourself up, I see there's, there's, there's kind of two, two kinds of dating that I, that I see in, you got your like high school, college dating where it's like, you know, yeah, I'll go on a date and we'll have fun and, and just see what happens. Um, and then you've got like the serious dating, like usually later on, or maybe even right then if you go to a, like a place like said organization, um, (laughs) (laughs) at at least by spring, yeah, (laughs) Christmas if possible. Um, and so usually like that, that first kind of like high school, college, if you're just like go on some dates, usually that, that, that's not really in question. It's when you get to like the more serious, you're trying to find somebody and, that you know just having fun is kind of like going out the window like if if you know right off the bat that you're not going to work with them it's not really worth your time almost kind of thing um like that's when when people try to really jump into something there's obviously no biblical like biblical principles specifically for dating because dating did not yeah. exist in that culture and in that time frame um so you got to pull it from other biblical principles on on how you how you look at this from like more of a theological standpoint but i think you know, there's, I, I, I tend to look at it as you've got, you got friends uh, of the same sex that you can confide in, that you can say just about anything to. And like, that's cool. You've got a spouse that is on a deeper level than that, but often a different ballpark too, where, you know, you're not going to, not that you're going to hide things from your spouse, but there's some things that like your spouse isn't going to understand or something that you confide in close friends yeah. or whatever. Right. And then you've got like friends of the opposite sex who, which is fine, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. But you're not going to, uh, at least you're not going to, you know, confine them one-on-one because that's generally going to be inappropriate. Right. But I think it's, it's kind of in between that where it's, if you're dating somebody like you want to know their heart, you want to know what they're about, what they believe, how they react, how they act, you know, stuff that's on a deeper level than like, hey, we're going to go play around a golf, you know, it's uh, mm-hmm. so so it, it it can't just be like that, that kind of more superficial, shallow level. Yeah. But there's also uh, there's also lines well before marriage and not even on a physical front, but on a emotional mm-hmm. yeah. front of some sort where you don't like that is meant for marriage. So I say all that to not really answer the question at all, but it's obviously, I mean, you got anything to, I mean, I think it's a general overview of, I do think, I do think that was good though, because especially within a Christian circle, I think, especially younger people who like, haven't like actually dated, you know, now they're actually like seriously dating someone and actually might be like interested. Like they get into this sense of like, almost dating becomes this like prelude to marriage yeah instead of it just being what it is and like how you described it and i think that's where a lot of people get in trouble is they start feeling pressured to rely on their like dating partner in almost a very close similar way to how they would in a marriage you know and start to put expectations on them that they should be this and this and this or even yeah. in a marriage, like that's borderline, probably not like that might not even be appropriate within a marriage, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I do, I, I do think that was actually very well put, but, um, I mean, just from my perspective, 
just to piggyback on like all your stuff like I'm almost not the best person to ask because I'm very independently minded and I'm going to be doing my own thing you know yeah but um I do think that like there's some like so not everyone has to necessarily follow my like ideal because my ideal is a little bit more extreme and I'm just going to kind of you know live life I guess um but I think there is something to say that when you're dating you're still your own individual person and with that comes like individual interests it comes an individual life not that you can't kind of try to figure that out with someone else and like plan for something um like you should like if things are going to work out with someone else like you should be heading relatively in a similar path right yeah um but at some point some people aren't going to work out some people have other dreams some people have other strengths some people are um going to have different callings you know whatever it is um and so i think sometimes we get into this as christians into this i'm going to start dating for marriage thing and the girl becomes this focal point and not in the sense of like kind of like the cheesy way that we always grew up of like oh make god first like all this stuff like i think the vision it's like everything that you do is kind of filtered through the boyfriend or girlfriend right to the point where now your interests and everything you're doing you're not necessarily almost growing in a way because it's being filtered through someone else so you're like in a weird way growing together but you're also not really because it's being stunted and you're not right. focusing on yourself in areas that you need to focus on and not growing in areas that you need to mature in. Um, you know, whether that's, that's in like a school academic setting and a uh, workplace setting, a social setting, even I would argue that's probably the bigger one because the, the tendency is, especially early on, you're so focused in on the boyfriend, girlfriend that, now you're like the social life and the friends and the people that you pour into and the people that you could confide in with some of these things as a believer and that you're trying to walk this fight with, you're not spending as much time with them. So not only yeah. you're you're not getting that um, pouring into that you should be getting, but you're also not giving what you should be, um, you know, as a brother or sister in this fight, like this life fight. Um, and so I th- I do think that we we that's probably the biggest thing I would say is like this timeline of like okay what how much am i emotionally giving and like sharing and like trying to be this for this other person i think very very often we get stuck in this area of it needs to all be about them and we lose out on so much of who we are Mm -hmm. that we no longer grow as we should be well i think when you were saying about uh about dating for marriage i think I think too many people date for marriage instead of like date to see mm. if this is the one to be married to. Sure. Cause yeah. like, I mean, there's no problem with going on a date with virtually anyone. I mean, yeah. there's probably some that are just, either. you know, not worth your time, but like generally yeah. speaking, it's like, you, but people look at dating as like, 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 you know, people talk, it's on TV shows where it's like, you know, you, you have to, you have to have sex cause you have to see if you're compatible like no yeah, obviously you don't right. but it's it's it's, that's, it's yeah. that same mindset going into dating where it's like i have to completely like see who they are to know if this is completely right and it's mm. like you know honestly the, the 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 more you know the more that you're probably going to say no because everyone's a right. mess um yeah. which is not a reason to you should yeah, you, you should yeah, not yeah. get to know somebody <laughs> for that reason uh, <laughs> 
kind of made a backwards point there. That whoops. Um, <laughs> but people look at it in that way of like a like a pre-marriage, like you said, or even like it, it's it can be almost more of a pre-marriage than engagement because engagement then is basically marriage, and right. marriage is like a post-engagement almost. And so, I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that there's I, I think there's a level there too where it's like the I, I think the dating period is like is this the person. And then the engagement is like, am I sure this is the person? Yeah. And then marriage is like, well, this is the person, whether I like it or not. So mm. great yeah, match. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, That's but like, I, I, I think, I think there's a, a, a deeper level there. Once like, once you're engaged again, not on a, not on a physical front, but like on a more opening yourself up front, because you know, you, you want, you, you don't want to go into marriage with there being any sort of like secrets and things you're hiding but if you throw that all out on it on the first date or while you're in a dating relationship, it's it's not healthy. Yeah. And like you want to wear your shirt on your sleeve to some extent because like people should be able to get to know you. But I, in, a, in a dating relationship, it's it's I don't know how to qualify, qualify, quantify, qualify Quant- where that line is. Quantify. Yeah. I, know I think it's qualify. <laughs> I th- oh, really? I thought it was the other one. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. We said both. Yeah, yeah so we got our bases covered. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not sure exactly where to put that line because I I don't think it's really a line you can necessarily draw. And I think too, you know, it depends on that relationship. It depends. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it depends on you know, did you just meet this person? Is have you known them for a long time? Because mm-hmm. obviously, then it's going to be a different level all right from from the start obviously you're not starting at at ground level there but i think it's i think it's important to be open with people without you know i was gonna say without like taking your pants off and running around but that's not that (laughs) like you know i mean like like yeah like you don't need to wear a parka but also like don't walk into texas roadhouse naked basically um metaphorically of course and well, actually logically too actually, you know yeah, don't, do, don't, don't walk do in there uh, naked uh, <laughs> oh man i can just feel our listeners getting smarter <laughs> but I, I i think um as as an illustration i think you know it's it's in between those like wear normal clothes open yourself up yeah. to a normal level without going above and beyond and I th- again like like we say basically every podcast is where where's your heart in it you know yeah. are you are you being conscious of of maybe where those lines are for you and maybe um what exactly that looks like in this relationship are you the girl or the guy is a huge point to make too because there's going to be different different yeah. different areas of opening up i guess mm-hmm. different level different areas of transparency and then different levels as well um yeah I think that would honestly maybe more apply on the on the female side just because of the emotional the tending the fact that women are tend to be more like emotionally driven. Sure. I just watched a uh, I saw a video the other day of uh, of Brian Regan, uh, the comedian, and he's talking about how like men and women communicate differently. And he's like yeah. he's talking about a friend that he had that recently got divorced and he went golfing with him for the first time in like months after his divorce and his wife was like, "Hey, how's how's Gary doing?" Like, oh. I don't know. Like, well, did you play golf with him? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so how's he doing? I don't know. Did he date anybody? I don't know. Never came up. You know, and at the end, he's, like, he goes through all these questions and he's like, I don't know. We just played golf. 
It's got a real nice new driver though. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like, that's the difference is, is, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, guys aren't typically going to just open the floodgates on an emotional mental level. It's just who we are. Yeah, for sure. And I think like, think too, like that timeline will like appropriately look different for some people. I think yeah. some people are like just more naturally like not emotional, but like, uh, what's the right word? I don't want to say attached either, but like, like they're just more equipped to be in a relationship. Like that's just the personality, you know, it's not yeah. necessarily that they need a relationship. It's just like, they're good at it. You know, yeah. like they're good at being in a relationship and there's like, you know, things that kind of come with that too. But, um, like there's relationship people and then there's other people who are like maybe a little more independently driven and like they've got more their eyes set on work type stuff or life type stuff or whatever it is you know there's yeah everyone's got their eyes set on stuff but i think within that kind of like what you're saying too like a lot of it's situational a lot of it's depending on who the person is i don't even know like everything you just said um but like i think once the especially within a dating relationship and I mean, this is my opinion it looks different than a normal friendship with someone you know like right. you're getting to know someone but it's very similar like i think it's it's with a different kind of mindset and a different purpose maybe but yeah like like me and you like are the building of our relationship like it i mean it's continuing now but like for real like there were nights that we like all of our you know you have to have a, all your inside jokes come up and then the 24 times of watching the office and then like yeah. taking late night drives in the Buick, like li- like late night drives to Krispy Kreme and then like long distance relationship and like, you know, having to Skype each other and do this <laughs> podcast, you know, like, like, but like you have like, like even within like this, like the, like the best friends that I have that are in my life, there's a building up of that. And you don't have that within, I don't think I ever, ever had that with, with any of my, you know, best friends within the first several months, you kind of yeah. knew you yeah. kind of knew that this was something special. You knew that this was going to be something really good. Um, but it took time to build to get to that. And I think sometimes we, I think we, we've over, our culture has over romanticized the dating yeah. aspects, you know? Yeah. And like, they've taken some of the fun stuff from marriage and then basically the marriage part's boring. And the kind of like, how, I liked how you said it, it was like the, the post engagement, you know, like the yeah. post honeymoon, like marriage is the post honeymoon basically. Yeah. Um, whereas scripturally everything builds to this romantic idea of marriage and all these things that we've romanticized and built up they're within that right and so i think marriage within that is like when you do it right and we do it scripturally and when you do it uh what's the i get i don't don't like saying do it right because that kind of it's not like a do it right i guess but like I don't know. It's kind of a <laughs> trying to pick the trying to pick words carefully. <laughs> but like when you get to the marriage aspect of it, oh, man. and like you're able to go through life with someone, and you're able to fight with someone, you're able to go to war with the Lord with someone, and you're able to you know go to you know go through all these different things of life with someone like that. That is very romantic in and of itself. Yeah. And I think that's also an aspect that we've depleted and it's hard to see that and put that in like those good things also in a good light, if that makes sense of something that we should be pursuing also within that context. And so 
Um, yeah. Anyway, there's a lot to say for just freaking, you know. No, I think that's cool. I guess. No, but. I I fully agree with with all that. It, so many people look at they look at dating like I mean I, I think you said it great about the whole like romanticized thing of it, and I think people look at dating as the romanticized thing rather than like. Mm-hmm aiming in or aiming in that direction or not necessarily aiming in that direction but seeing if you want to aim in that direction where like yeah. it's it is it is a deeper level to in to some degrees than like a just a, a friendship because you know you're you're looking towards towards marriage and seeing if this person would fit well instead of looking at it as like the end goal and having that in mind it's like it becomes the current goal and yeah and i mean like culture has done that the uh it, and not just like a a sexualized culture but like a culture that just has degraded marriage um that has i mean it, there, there's essentially societally societally yeah societally yeah. there's no like weight on marriage anymore like it's yeah a lot of times de- it's almost basically deemed bad if you're in a just normal heterosexual mm-hmm. marriage because right. you're not a you have no use to the political class so when you when you degrade marriage, it, it's it's going to fall down the chain, and suddenly now dating is. I mean, I would argue that a lot of people dating today are like acting as married people. Like oh, they yeah. confide 100%. completely in each other. They always are spending time together. They're almost pushing other people away for the like you had said earlier for the sake of this relationship, and that's not good. I mean, that's yeah. not great either in marriage. Sometimes it has to be done, but. Um, I I think yeah it comes it just goes to your individual situation and I mean quite honestly you know where those lines are or you know that moment that you crossed one yeah I I think I think one one point I would make maybe on where that line is is when something goes from like a factual to an emotional level you know when it goes from like hey I struggle with this to like here's the deep dark secrets of my struggle mm-hmm. and how it makes me feel that's probably you know because I, I think anything you can say about yourself without that emotional drive i think would generally be fine yeah i mean not fine necessarily it'd be okay it might not be the most appropriate thing or something that you really want said but like on a factual level i think most stuff you could say it's when you really start getting into the heart of stuff and going from about you to who you are if that makes sense within reason because i mean like obviously it's just who you are will come through but when you start making an effort to show who you are Mm -hmm. that you're you're already in 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 that territory where where it's dangerous i mean quite honestly like you you know if you want to be with somebody yeah like if you're if you're him hawing around like i don't know if this is the right person they're not the right person move on yeah and if you're in that matter of like, well, I think that's this, this is the right person, but I want to be sure. Well, get over yourself. They're just as screwed up as you are. <laughs> yeah. We take dating to be like a litmus test for engagement and then just have no cares for the engagement process and just go straight to marriage. Like we yeah, we have to have right. like people have like a year and a half of engagement. And in that time frame, there's no like, I need to be sure this is the right person. That's like all in the dating stage for some reason. Hmm. Instead, it like instead it should be like, yes, this is it. And then in the engagement period, that's when you really maybe start opening up some you know, to a deeper mm-hmm. level, but not again, not to the marriage level, not to right. 
obviously and i mean physically not any any further than than what it was in the dating level but yeah. we, need to st- we need to stop treating dating this more than what it is and like right i was literally just about to say i was like it, we need to like relax a little bit and just like look like i don't know there's just so much that's like so much anticipation and so much energy and so much like like just junk that's kind of yeah. like all all under the surface and it just propels you and yeah. you, all of a sudden you just feel like you're just literally just like caught up in this like massive just downward spiral yeah you know some of it i mean it's not bad it's just how it kind of is but like just take a step back and relax and like put your like like your life shouldn't necessarily like one day to another after this first date change you know like allow that to make make its natural progression and like as you grow like closer with time you know and like there's that patience involved and like you enjoy each other's company and like now you're having like actual deep like really cool things happening you're involved with different stuff like whatever it is you know all this wouldn't be near as much of a problem if we just stopped dating for so freaking long i get like if you're high school sweethearts you started dating at like 16 but people are like 24 dating till they're 30 and then being engaged for half a decade it's like if yeah like if once once you're of like the an age to marry and uh, you know mature enough to do so then like why do we why exactly that would would get rid of like the entire problem i mean yeah not that not that i'm saying we did it right but like my wife and i dated for like six months mm-hmm. yeah, basically six or seven months and three months of that was over the summer during college and we were apart so like it's so like we didn't really have a lot of time to really like cross those those boundaries before getting engaged because there just like wasn't really the the time to do yeah. it mm-hmm. and so dating has just become so simultaneously so much and so little yeah that it would solve everything if we just kind of like fixed the mindset on dating yeah no there's a good book just out there i haven't actually read it i've I've (laughs) listened to his uh ben stewart wrote a book and then he he it was based on a series of of messages he gave i've listened to the messages i haven't actually read the book um but his book is called uh single dating engaged married and it's Mm -hmm. about just like the four stages of relationships um, like I said, I haven't read the book, but I've listened to the messages, and the messages were stellar. Um, so if you're if you're asking these questions, I would definitely recommend that book. My personal best advice is just continue to live your life, take it easy, but don't like shy away from like this area of life either. Yeah, you know, like literally what we've been preaching our entire podcast, like meet it in the middle. You know, your yeah. life is your life. The Lord is leading you down this like really cool these cool opportunities and like. The people that come into your life, like a lot of them are going to be really good friends and like some of your best friends, one of them is going to come through and, you know, potentially be a future spouse and all that. And yeah. so you just got to, but in the same way, don't jump to that conclusion or don't jump yeah. to your friends or don't jump to your career. Like again, yeah. like all that works itself out the same way. And so I knew right from the beginning of our friendship that you weren't going to be my spouse. <sighs> <That's> <laughs> a, I don't know. I, I kind of held out hope for a couple of days, but. <laughs> As soon as you saw me in those khaki shorts, you were just like, mmm, look at that. <laughs> Honestly, it's the V-neck. It's pretty the, hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 one last thought I had was, um, first off, kudos to Travis for not only giving us this question, but actually asking this question to himself. I think that's yeah. something that I would probably not even really think of um, in the moment. So, you know, kudos 
kudos to him for actually having the uh, the insight and wisdom into asking those questions. I'm assuming he was dating somebody when he sent this question. Um, or it just come out of some relationship. I, no, I don't know. No, I have no idea. That he has so dated somebody. Now. I know that much. <laughs> it was like that was like two years ago now. That's kind of crazy. Oh, wow, we that, we've had this question for two years. Yeah, sorry, Travis. Like, well, I know it was like right after the ski trip. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> it's like a year and a half. Wow. Okay. Well, sorry, Travis. We got around to it eventually, though. Apparently, <laughs> um, but at the same time, I I I think we we shouldn't um get too like focused on that. In in the same way, like if if we're consistently like worried about where the physical boundary is for one, we've probably already crossed it. But two, also like you don't want that like overruling everything else in your in your mind of like yeah you know um mm. can we even share this blanket like if 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 you're going to like the level of like overthinking everything for the sake of exactly where is that line and where is your principles I don't think that's good either so I think it's right. it's something that that you we should think about um I think is 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 important but at the same time we I don't think we need to dwell on it or let it like rule our minds in a in a relationship because again like if you're if you're thinking about it at all then you're going to you're going to know yeah. there's it, it's not something again or or you're going to go a little bit past that line and know it and then yeah. you don't do that again. Right. And so I, I, I think, yeah, you, you ask those questions, you have some principles in mind, but you don't just harbor that forever. Yeah. Like you said, exactly. you, you live your life and, I mean, live it with purpose mm. and goals. And like you, you put all that together and the moment that you really want to start opening up, it's probably time for marriage. Yeah. Man, that was good. That was pretty. That was pretty. Mike drop last little sentence. That was good. I like that. Or you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> uh, I, I, I couldn't leave it on that serious of a note, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Never. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks, Travis, for uh, writing that in. And uh, it was so long ago, he probably actually did have to write it. I don't know if email was invented back then or anything, but. Uh, <laughs> He sent it by carrier pigeon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Paul Revere brought it to us. Oh my word. Um well I I'm glad we at least finally got to it. Um hopefully Travis is still listening to the podcast at this point. <laughs> Actually I think he is. <laughs> oh good. Hi Travis. <laughs> Uh, oh, and and with that, uh, we will let you go. Um, well, uh, thanks for listening. Um, hey, we're 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 starting to run a little bit, a little bit low on our on our questions here. So um, write us in, message us on Facebook, comment on one of our posts, uh, send us an email, get in touch with us. We we want uh, questions that we aren't just coming up with. And um, even though it doesn't sound like it, we will get to them quicker than a year and a half. I promise. <laughs> I know we've been uh, better, except for that one. That one was rough yeah this one's just been one we've kind of been putting off so um but <laughs> hopefully this uh hopefully this gave you a little bit of insight travis um and everybody else listening <laughs> for that matter <laughs> <laughs> um and we will catch you in a couple of weeks Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this podcast of Dummies with Wisdom. To give us comments, ask questions, or submit pictures of other dummies you find in the wild, email us at dummieswithwisdom at outlook.com or find us on Facebook. 
at facebook.com slash dummies with wisdom. 